what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Here we go. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to whatever. The show where I talk about whatever. This is a tasty burger. What is going on, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to whatever. The show where we talk about whatever. My name is Cameron, and you may have noticed that I use my normal intro this time instead of my spooky Halloween intro. Uh, that's because this episode, I want to take a break from doing all the spooky stuff and talk about the other thing that October is known for besides Halloween. Um, October is also Mental Health Awareness Month, and in this episode, I just want to go over the different uh, mental health issues that people can have and talk about you know my personal experience with my mental health issues. And uh, one of my goals with this episode is I want people to listen in and just... I want to uh, hopefully uh, bring more awareness to some of these mental health issues, and I, right off the bat, I just want to let you guys know that you are not alone with your mental health issues. There are so many other, there's so many of us that are suffering too. Uh, but anyway, let's dive into the episode, shall we? All right. So, mental health now. When a lot of people think of stuff having, you know, having to do with mental health, they think of, usually people think of your basics, you know, anxiety, depression. Uh, there are a lot of others that fall under the mental disorder category too, like ADHD, autism, uh, PTSD, uh, what else, OCD, stuff like that. And uh, I think I want to start off this episode by talking about a lot of the misconceptions that a lot of people have about different mental health issues. Uh, we'll start with a big one, depression. Um, a bit, one of the, a lot of the big misconceptions that a lot of people have about depression is they think that, oh, you're just having a bad day, or if you're depressed, they're like, oh, it's not that big a deal, you know, get over it. And that's the one that really irritates me, the get over it thing, because if you're suffering from depression, you can't just get over things like, so for a good example, well, one of the big things with depression is you just lose, there's times where you lose a lot of energy to do, you know, anything, um, like perfect example of this. So, and I'll tell you, this kind of what triggered my depression just today. Um, today I had a little thing at work. I was, Tell somebody to, you know, do something right, and they weren't listening to me, and I got angry at them. Or I got mad at them, and I raised my voice. I didn't yell at them, but I raised my voice. And then this person went around and said that I yelled at them. And then one of my other co-workers came up to me and said, You can't yell at people. You're nothing. And that's what really triggered it. Like, I can't... Like, usually, like, names don't get to me, but... If somebody calls you nothing, that that stings a little, you know? So that's what kind of triggered it. So I had a whole idea of today of coming home and just playing some video games to kind of de-stress and everything. But that was sticking in the back of my mind, and I just lost all energy to do anything. And I ended up just laying there. I did end up falling asleep, which thankfully helped a little bit. But 
yeah, I just had no desire to do anything. And that's a big thing with depression. Like, sometimes the littlest things just set you off. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you can't let one thing ruin your day. And like, yeah, and I try not to let it ruin my day. But the thing with depression, it just, it's literally uh, a mental illness. Like, you know you're not supposed to let it get to you, but your brain isn't processing that. And that's, you know, why depression is dangerous. Um, another thing depression is, and it's not just being sad like a lot of people think. It's either, you know, it's either just being sad, uh, feeling suicidal, uh, and it can even be, not even be sadness. It can be just sitting there, just, you know, not feeling anything. Or just, you know, having no energy to do anything. And sometimes it even gets to the point where you're easily irritated at everything. Like, you did that weird depressive episode where you're just irritated at everything and anything. And those I have a lot because... And I've actually kind of pissed my wife off once with it. And, you know, at the time I couldn't just talk about it because I have... I personally have trouble talking about my mental illness sometimes because I was brought up in a very, I was brought up kind of, I mean, I was raised pretty good by my parents, but I was also kind of brought up around toxic masculinity and the way I was raised, I was raised, you know, by men who were just like, oh, well, you know, keep all your feelings inside, you know, bottle it up, don't show emotion, blah, 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 and I grew, you know, I was a kid. I didn't know any better, but as I grew up, I definitely, you know, learned like, okay, this is it's not good to bottle things up because then you explode. And it's so I definitely like, and no matter what, I definitely learned more to like, you know, actually feel what I'm feeling instead of just like, okay, you know, well, I got to keep this inside, and then, you know two weeks down the road just explode on somebody it's just yeah it's but and that's a good piece of advice i could give to anybody who's listening definitely don't bottle your feelings like it's not healthy to bottle your feelings like unless like as long as you're not hurting other people both physically or mentally as long as you're not hurting other people you should feel your feelings like, you should be allowed, like, you should be allowed to be mad. Like, you should be allowed to be sad. You should be allowed to be angry. You should be allowed to be happy. You should be allowed to, you know, show your emotions instead of just hiding them from everybody because hiding them from people is not good for your mental health because it's only going to make things worse. Uh, I think that's all I can touch on with depression. Oh, the other thing I want to mention about depression and... This is the big one. A lot of, you know, a big thing with depression is uh, suicide stuff. And I'd be lying if I said that I never th- I never thought about it. There have been plenty of times in my life where I thought about uh, ending it. Uh, I did once as a teenager because I was convinced that everybody in the world, including my parents, hated me. Uh, there was one time. And then another big one I remember is... After, in 2015, well, beginning of 2015, kind of end of, end of 2014, beginning of 2015, 
no, actually, end of 2014, I want to say. End of 2014, I there I was with a girl for two years at that point. And it's it was a girl that we have been friends since high school. And we were together for two years, and I thought things were going great. And then, towards the end of 2014, I started to notice some things. And there was one point where she was over, because I still lived with my parents at this point. And she would stay over on weekends because she had a kid, but she didn't have her kid on the weekends. Sometimes. Sometimes she brought her kid with. But there was one time, one night, and she had been kind of standoffish at this point, kind of been avoiding me. Uh, There was a birthday thing we went to where I noticed, you know, she took pictures with a bunch of different people. It was actually for her birthday. She took pictures with a bunch of people and she was smiling, you know, big grin, teeth and everything. And then she took a picture of me, and her mouth was closed, and there was just some weird emotion there. But anyway, there was a couple, you know, fast forward a couple nights. Um, I find her phone in the bathroom, in my bathroom, and I was like, oh, here's her phone. I'm going to bring this to her. And I noticed the lot story was her and another guy kissing. So I immediately was like, the fuck is this? And she lied to my face about it and said that, oh, nothing's going on, and like a dumbass, I believed it. But, and then, obviously, I found out that that guy she was kissing in that, her lock string was actually somebody that she had been basically dating behind my back. And so, we had a big argument falling out, and in that argument, we broke up. And a, a good two weeks after that, I was miserable. Like, I just... I wanted to end it all. Like, I just, I didn't see any hope at all. Like, because there's, like, and I know the whole breakup wasn't my fault, but there was just part of me that, you know, really felt it was my fault. And I just, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to live. I just, I straight up didn't want to live anymore. But, you know, thankfully I had friends that really cared about me and, I had, you know, family, obviously, to keep me going, because, and that's, and that's the thing, at the end of the day, like, no matter how many times I, you know, consider ending it, there's always part of me that, like, brings me, there's that, I don't know what a good metaphor for it is, but there's that thing that always pulls me back, and it's like, like, almost like, like, let's say, I'm in, you know, I'm walking toward the light, you know that metaphor when people die and they see the light, it's almost like I'm walking toward that in that moment, and there's somebody that's pulling me back, and it's like, no, not yet. You're not done here. And I think that's what keeps me going. Sorry, I can't speak right now. <laughs> uh, I think that's mainly what keeps me going, just, you know, the will, you know, being there for everyone else. Because at the end of the day, I gotta remember, you know, I gotta, you know, there are people that care about me, and, you know, there are people that here that still need me so and i've been trying to be better with my depression just ever since and i'm slowly getting better i still have trouble i still struggle a lot but i'm i'm getting better my wife or caitlin she's really supportive i mean she's she's a big help you know with my depression and i help her with hers because she suffers from depression and anxiety too she 
she's a big help, and I thank her so much for that. And everybody else in my life, I thank so much. Um, but speaking of anxiety, that's another thing that I suffer from now. Anxiety, now, I don't have major anxiety like a lot of people. Like, the worst my anxiety gets is my, uh, like, I go to uh, Malverta here in Minnesota. I just say that in case you're listening from outside of Minnesota. But sometimes I'll go to Malverta and, like, after five minutes, like, I can still walk around and be fine. Like, I'll power through it. But inside, I'm slowly freaking out. Like, my chest will get tight, and I find it hard to breathe because there's so many people. And just, I think besides that, I get a lot of anxiety just all the time about uh, making certain decisions. Like, I would say, like, recently, like, right now, I am, as I've stated in a previous episode, I'm trying to move out of my parents' house. And I, you know, we're obviously looking for a new place to live. And I get a lot of anxiety about trying to find a new place. Because I'm like, oh, God, you know, what if they don't accept us? You know, how are we going to make up all this money? And it's just that stuff I worry about a lot. And basically, my wife has to, like, pull me aside, you know, grab me by the face and just go, hey, it'll be all right. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, it sounds a little harsh, but sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need somebody to be like, hey. Cut it out. We're gonna be fine. And then you're like, okay. Like, and I think my so my advice for like people who have anxiety and you know, but it leads to panic attacks. You know, if you feel one coming on, you know, just step aside and just breathe. And like, it doesn't matter if anybody else questions you or somebody tries to stop you. Just take a second and breathe, because I found that that's what really helps me. Either that or a good thing for anxiety is, you know, like doing a favorite hobby, like playing video games or even meditating or going for a walk. Those are things that really help uh, with uh, anxiety, with major anxiety, and keep you from having a panic attack because anxiety is definitely dangerous too. Anxiety can really mess someone up. Uh, and all. All these other mental illnesses, like uh, PTSD, like, personally, I don't know what it's like to have PTSD, but I know there are other people out there that do, especially, I mean, you know, you think of, like, war veterans when you think of PTSD, but PTSD can also affect other people, too, especially those who, like, experience something traumatic at a young age. Like, let's say, like, clowns, for example. Like, somebody as a kid, you know, they have a traumatic experience with a clown. So then, that means, uh, you know, in their life, if they never got over it, whenever they see, you know, something related to a clown, that is a PTSD response. And that reminds them back to that traumatic experience, and then they start freaking out. I know that's probably more of a phobia than anything, but that's definitely, that's basically how PTSD works. Like, think of it as in the example of, like, war veterans. You know, obviously, a war veteran, you can't have a war veteran who has PTSD sit there during a fireworks show because it might trigger something. It might trigger, you know, memories of guns going off and their their fellow soldiers dying. It's, you know, stuff like that. Uh, OCD. OCD, I definitely have a little bit of. 
Like, it's not anything major, but then, you know, there are things that sometimes, like, I'll look at and be like, okay, it has to be this way, or I am going to literally go insane. It's it's basically stuff like that, and I know a lot of people can get, a lot of people can get bad with it, and it's just, yeah, that's another dangerous one. Uh, dementia, now, I know dementia is definitely a troublesome one, and uh, there's, I know a lot of people, especially older people, suffer with dementia, and it's, it's not, it's not good. It's just, it's, it's sad to see, and I know, I think I saw something that they're working on a way to either cure or, you know, handle dementia, and hopefully that goes forward, because that could help a lot of people. Uh, bipolar disorder. Now, I actually dated somebody who I believe was bipolar. I I only say that because, you know, just analyzing her behavior or thinking about how she acted, you know, in the time we were together, I can definitely see, you know, the triggers. Like, one minute she'll be all goofy and everything, and then the next she'll be, she'll just break down crying. And... She had a lot of insecurities, so that probably didn't help a lot. But yeah, bipolar is a scary one because you're basically flip-flopping between emotions all the time. And like one minute you're all happy and everything, and the next you're like pissed off at the world. And I don't know if there's actually like a cure for that or what, or there's just a way to like kind of tone it down, but... I know, yeah, like I said, I know people who have bipolar depression, and it's it's definitely something, it's scary to deal with. Uh, schizophrenia, disorder that affects a person's ability to think, feel, and behave clearly. Now, a lot of people, when you think schizophrenia, you think of those people that are, right. I don't know if the, word, the correct word here is paranoid, but schizophrenia definitely works in the same way, like, you think of people like hearing voices, or thinking people are out to get them. Uh, that's one of the main things of schizophrenia, and there's there's definitely things you could do to help people with schizophrenia. Uh, the last one, there are the last couple on here I do want to touch on real quick is uh, autism and ADHD. Now, along with you know <laughs> depression and anxiety, I also have ADHD too. So I'm a good you know mental health cocktail over here. But no, at an early age, I was. Like, and I'm not even, I was like, I was diagnosed with minor, minor ADHD. And my main thing with it is that it just, I had trouble focusing and also, and I think this, it's more of the uh, depression or anxiety too, but I think it affects my emotions as well. But my, uh, my ADHD is basically, it's what prevents me from you know, focusing as well as, like, other people do. And I know... Well, it's weird that they put autism on here because autism, autism covers a lot of different stuff. And like I said, at an early age, I was diagnosed as very slightly autistic. Which apparently was enough to put me in those, you know, stupid separate classes where basically there were only, like, two other kids and I had to be talked to, like, a you know, like a child. And this was during, uh, this is mainly during, uh, 
elementary and like early middle school. Once high school hit, I just was done with all that. Well, I still did it like sophomore year, but after sophomore year, I was just, I was done with that because they're like, okay, well, obviously you don't like this, so we're going to change it up a bit. Um, but no, with autism, like I know a lot of people who suffer. I've dealt with a lot of people with autism. I've actually babysat a kid who has, uh, who had major autism. Uh, he was one of those kids. I don't know exactly what uh, disorder he had, but he had one of those where he was one of those kids where like he got really excited to do something, and if there was anything that interfered with that fun, he got really angry, and so I had to. I mean, I was firm with him, but I was also very gentle because I know, I know autism is like you can't just. You know, you can't just yell at somebody who's misbehaving if they have autism because that doesn't that doesn't sit right with them mentally, and they start you know freaking. But you know, obviously, I, I was firm, but you know, obviously, caring with it. Uh, but yeah, and I know other I've seen other kids with that too. Like, so at work uh, during this past summer, there were a couple times where I also watched the pool everything i basically acted as like a lifeguard slash well not really a lifeguard they didn't really have i guess they couldn't legally have lifeguards there but there were a couple times where i just sat there and you know kind of watched the pool you know recorded when people came in and everything and there was always a family that went down there uh it was man and woman and then a boy and a girl roughly about the same age i think the boy was maybe three years younger uh, they're probably around, the girl was probably 12, 13, and the boy, I would say, was probably 9. Uh, and this boy, it was kind of the same way. This boy would, like, always want to play a certain game with his sister, and eventually his sister, after, you know, disagreeing a lot of times, finally caved in. But this boy would get so mad if a game wasn't played the way he wanted to play it. And it took, at one time, it took the bomb to finally step in to get things under control. But, yeah, no, autism, like, autism was one of those things you gotta definitely handle, like, gently. Like, you can't just brute force it. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta go at it a little more cautiously. Uh, but I think the other thing, I guess with mental health, that kind of wraps up with the disorders, but... Um, I want to end this episode by saying that, you know, out of all the things I listed, there is definitely help out there. Um, I'm not sponsored by them, but I keep hearing of the uh, program BetterHelp, which, you know, you see a therapist on your time and you did get help 24-7. Um, there's obviously the like National Suicide Prevention Hotline. There's definitely therapy. Like, if you definitely you know think you need therapy or if you had that thought like oh maybe i should go to therapy you know do it like i i should definitely go to therapy but yeah i gotta find the right way to do it maybe i should go through better help but yeah there are there are tons of different ways you can get help you can even like reach out to people like and that's like like with this you can reach out to anyway even reach out to me like even you know just Hit me up on social medias with anything, and I'll I'll try to help best I can. 
Like, I'm not going to obviously solve your problems, but I will provide any support that you guys need. Uh, but yeah, I just, with mental health, you know, if you're suffering depression, anxiety, anything, if you feel like you're alone on this planet with all these problems and everything, and you think that, you know, you don't matter, you think that, you know, it isn't worth it anymore, I promise you it is worth it, and I promise you it's, you know, like, you may have, you may be, you know, having a bad day, you and it might be a bad day, a bad week, or a bad month. I just, you know, the biggest thing I can tell you is just, you know, don't give up. You know, keep trying, keep fighting. I'm not going to say, you know, th I'm not going to say things would get better because that's cliche. And I know it's not helpful to a lot of people, but I will say that, like, you just got to keep fighting. Like, you just got to keep hanging in there because things eventually will get better. It may may take a good while, but things definitely will get better as time goes on. Uh, but yeah, I just want you guys, I just want to let you also, let you guys also know that, you know, I love and appreciate each and every one of you. You guys are special. Um, anybody who is listening, I, you know, my, uh, to all my listeners, I appreciate every one of you. Anybody who's listening to me for the first time, I truly appreciate you. You truly matter. And, you know, just anyone outside this, anyone outside this episode, just everyone, you know, you guys matter. Like, your feelings are valid and you matter. You just don't give up. Hang in there. Uh, but with that, I think I'm going to end this episode. Um, normally, I don't ask you guys to share this around, but I want you to, if you're listening to this, if you're down to this point, I want you guys to at least share it to you know, one social media if you have one. Just share it with somebody you know, share it with a family member, because I want to get this episode out there and I want people to hear what I have to say on uh, mental health stuff, because hopefully I can help somebody with their own mental health. And if I can help somebody with their own problems, then that'll make my day even better. Um, but yeah if you want to reach out to me with anything literally anything uh, my social medias are in the description you know click the win tree in the description it'll take you to a page where you know all my the different links for the podcast are and at the bottom will be all my social medias and stuff um, also in the description you know as always you know support this podcast you know if you want to you can you totally don't have to but it helps it helps me out it helps me do do what i do better uh, also in the description, you know, the voice message link, you know, send me a little voice message, you know, reach out to me, ask me a question, say hi, do, do whatever you want with it. It's yours to do whatever with. But, um, I guess with that, I'm going to end this episode here. I love you guys. Again, your feelings are valid and you matter. You matter so much to me. You matter so much to other people. It may not seem like it, but there are people out there that definitely care about you and want the best for you. Um, I hope you guys have a great morning, day, afternoon, whenever you guys listen to this. I hope you guys stay hydrated. Uh, as always, I will see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Love you all. Bye-bye.